have you with us. I'm glad you're with us. Either you're watching live or you're watching the rebroadcast. Great to have you here with us today. I'm Lima Hansen. I'm the author of Grace Brought Me Here and your host for The Pink Chair. Today's topic is about life-defining moments. And I've got with me Ashley Lopez today. Hello. And if you haven't seen her bio yet on my Facebook page, don't worry, I've got you covered. Ashley's going to let you know a little bit of her background before we launch into it. So Ashley, thank you so much for being with us today. Yes, well thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm looking forward to it. I'm yeah. looking forward to hearing part of your story, yeah. you know, um, some of the bits that may not have heard before. So I'm yeah. looking forward to what's going to come out of yeah, it. Yeah, me too. So before we jump into it, why don't you give the everyone watching a little okay. bit of your background? Yeah, of course. So like Lima said, my name is Ashley. Uh, I'm 27. I was born in San Diego, California. Best place in the world. I'm a little biased, <laughs> uh, but I grew up in a Mexican household, very traditional, uh, grew up speaking Spanish, didn't learn English until I was in school, and with any family uh, comes the drama and the oh, issues yeah. and the problems. Uh, I like to say mine was a little more complicated than most. Um, uh, my mom was a drug addict and it was a very abusive environment that we were in, physically, emotionally, mentally, uh, sexually, everything you can imagine. So my childhood was a bit rough. Mm -hmm. And at the age of 15, uh, me and my siblings, I have two sisters and one brother, we were put into foster care. So in the States, that's a place where uh, the government basically is um, in charge of you. And it's a facility where kids that don't have parents or come out of an abusive uh, place are placed mm. and uh, so that was at the age of 15 I grew up there until I aged out of the system you call it and because in America at age 18 you're legally right. an adult right. so I was there until I was 18 and then I moved out on my own and that was a bit scary at 18 being an adult mm. trying to figure life out after being like in a confinement of structure and yeah so that was at 18 and then when i was 19 i met jesus i became a christian at 19 and my life kind of started to change then uh things started to look different my mentality just um my understanding of life and the things that happened to me and at age 20 i moved out here to indonesia and i started like a completely different life Yes. Yeah. So now it's been almost seven years in October since I moved out here. That's that's a long time. Mm -hmm. It's a long time. Yeah, it's a long time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because the initial idea was that I would move out here for a year, and now it's been seven. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. You yeah. part of your story with us. Um. I mean, that's a lot to go through. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot to process yeah. um, at a young age going into foster care mm -hmm. at 15 and then going through that relationship and all yeah. that sort of stuff. That's a lot to deal with at a young age. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, heck, that's crazy, Yeah. right? Yeah. I, I mean, if I'm, I'm trying to picture it here yeah. and it's just, yeah. it's kind of scary. Yeah, and even about. when I was writing my bio, I'm like, should I talk about this? Because there's just so, so much, much that happens. Yeah. And it felt like my life, there's just like so many ways it can go yeah. or I can't explain it. But it is a lot at such a young age. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Today's topic is uh, life-defining moments. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, 
you're talking about this is it's a life-defining moment, yeah. right? You've got quite a few of them that have led yeah. up to you know different decisions and different outcomes. What what would have been going through your head mm. at that time? Yeah. Now, what's going through your head? What are the emotions? What are some of the things that are happening? Because you're so young, yeah. and yet all these things are happening, and you have to try and process it yeah. the best you can. So yeah. what are some of the things that are going through your head at that time? Yeah. When I was put into foster care? Yeah, yeah. up to that, up to yeah. that point. Yeah, so I think uh, when I was younger, I'm like, oh, this is just how life is. I'm yeah. sure everyone's going through the same thing. Yeah. Everyone is living the life that I'm living. Because yeah. I didn't really understand what was healthy and what was unhealthy. So then at the age when I started to begin to understand yeah. what was going on, because to be honest, my mom was great until the age of seven. And that's when she got into this new relationship with a new guy. And that's where the abuse started happening. Right. And this this man brought kind of like the things that the toxicity and the and all that into yeah. our lives at that age. So from seven to 15, there was a moment where I didn't really get the change. So it wasn't until I think I was 10, 11 that I began to understand like, hey, this is not okay. Yeah. The thing's happening at home. Yeah. So, but I was still very young. Yeah. And um, it wasn't until I was 15, because some of my family knew what was happening, yeah. but it was very much like, that's your that's your thing to deal with. We're not going to... It's not our business. Yeah, it's not our business. So yeah. like, hush, don't say anything kind of. And then at the age of 15, my uncle, which I'm really close to, still till this day, he said, hey, I feel like you're old enough now, you and your sister. I have an older sister. She's a year younger than me. I feel like you guys are at a place now where you can make a decision of like, do you want to continue to be in this environment that is unhealthy and obviously is wearing you down? Yeah. Or do you want something different? Yeah. And I think at the age of 15, to make such a life-defining decision was yeah. very heavy and looking back on it now I, I don't think I was like at an age to make that choice yeah. but I'm also very grateful that I had that opportunity right. because as much as I wasn't able to make that choice I rather had that than yeah. continue to be in a place where I, ha I was being harmed yeah so at the age of 15 I decided like hey we're gonna leave wow. my mom wow. and because essentially I wasn't only making this choice for myself but I was making it for my younger sister wow. and my younger brother yeah so it's like it wasn't just me that I was thinking about think yeah it was bigger than what yeah. I thought it was and I didn't understand that until yeah. we were put in the foster care wow actually yeah that it all came like the weight of it, I felt it when we were put into a facility and they're like, okay, this is like how life is going to be now. And, um, yeah, that was intense. Yeah. 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 Wow. Cause the hope is that when we got put into foster care, our lawyer, cause you get assigned a lawyer and our lawyer said, our hope is to keep you guys all together and, uh, you'll continue as a family unit. Yeah. Um, and honestly, now that I look back, it was more kind of like what they sell you on to not scare you. Yeah. And to kind of like, okay, yeah, we'll do it, we'll do Jump it. Jump on it to an adventure. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's going to be great, just a different place, and yeah. uh, you're going to have people that love you and care for you. Yeah. But as soon as we got put into the system, we all got separated. Yeah, so that was very traumatic. Not only did we just leave our mom yeah. and left a life that we knew, but now we're put into this place where we thought we can trust these people, 
but now we're actually being separated. Yeah, where from the beginning, how we pitched it to my little sister and my little brother. Oh, no. Yeah, was like, hey, like, we're oh, all going to no. be together. Life is going to be better. Like, he, like, it all makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And then we got into this place and it wasn't that. It wasn't. So was it only just like the burden of like leaving home and being put somewhere else? Wow. But now it's also I'm put out to be like this yeah. liar, right? Wow. <laughs> of like... Yeah, so it was it was pretty intense. It's not, yeah. yeah, it is for it's a big thing yeah. for a fifteen year old to have to go through, yeah. right? Carry the burden of making the decision and mm-hmm. then uh, get to that point of feeling like, oh no, did I make the right choice? Yeah, and am I am I to blame for the, where yeah. we are now because yeah. now we're all separated? Yeah. Wow, Ashley. Yeah. If you're watching and you're just coming on live or you're going to watch the rebroadcast, why don't you show Ashley a little bit of love, a little bit of love, and go ahead and click that heart button because this is some major stuff that she's sharing here. Yeah. Now, Ashley, all that stuff that's, you know, that's happening and all that stuff, and and you compare that to who you are now and Mm -hmm. where you are now. Yeah. And I'm I'm hearing, kind of hearing little bits of what you, you may say, but, I mean, what what was the biggest hurdle that you've had to deal with from the you know, like the consequences mm-hmm. from everything there and to the woman that you are now? Yeah. There there obviously had to be some hurdles that you've yeah. had to ju- jump through and break down, or maybe things that you're still kind of working through. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it's not an, it's not an overnight fix. Yeah, no, it's not at all. In which even now I think I pass certain stuff. Yeah, and as I continue to live life and like being an adult and all that, I'm like, wow, like, I actually have it past that, or, like, learns from that, and things keep coming up, but I think one of the biggest hurdles is, um, being, being vulnerable, and, uh, being okay with, uh, what my past was, and who I am now, and how that has, how would I say, because my, when I was put into foster care, I realized that I was very codependent I, on um, the toxicity of like my environment. Like even though I knew it was bad, I was always, I was always the one that was trying to fix it. I was okay. always the one that was like, "We're gonna make it work," okay. and I was the one that was trying to make things okay yeah. and create an environment that was safe. Yeah. And I think when I was put into a different environment where that wasn't there, I kind of felt like, what is my purpose now? Like, what do I do? Yeah. Because I was so used to the toxicity and the and the challenge of having to create an environment that was safe. Yeah. So now I felt kind of like, like, I, I, I it's weird to explain it this way, but kind of like the withdrawal of it. Right. No. Right? That's a, that's a good way to explain Yeah, the withdrawal yeah. of like not having what you're used to yeah. kind of thing. So even now, I feel like I'm at a different stage in my life. Yeah. And I want to pursue different things. Yeah. And it's hard to let go of what I'm so used to and pursue something more or something mm-hmm. different because what I know now is so comfortable. So like the change. I think I struck yeah. the hurdle was a change. And um, <laughs> coming into different environments. Meeting different people yeah. in foster care was also big because I was so used to my people, yeah. my space, your my tribe. circle, yeah, my tribe, and uh, coming into a place where like everyone's in your business, yeah. like everyone's yeah. in 
like, what are you doing now? And what are you doing here? Because when I initially got put into foster care, it's very, they put you in a very high risk uh, situation. Mm. So you can't go to the bathroom by yourself. You have to raise your hand to talk. Wow. You have to, uh, you can't talk to outside people. So it was a very restricted. So yeah. I felt kind of like suffocated. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm used to doing everything on my own. I'm used to doing this and that. So I think that was one of the biggest hurdles. And I think that I still also deal with now even just as, getting used to the freedom and the space yeah and, and the change of in the change not having to be the one in control yeah of your space yeah so letting go yeah. of control and yeah trusting the people around me yeah. and knowing that I'm surrounded with people that yeah. love me yeah uh, rather than like trying to fight and figure it out myself yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. that's good if you've just been listening to Ashley's story, if there's anything that you can relate to, why don't you go onto the comments and let us know what part of her story can you relate yeah. to? Because we would love to hear what you yeah. have to say as well. Yeah. Now, Ashley, um, here's the bit. Here's something that, like, I, I kind of the tears kind yeah. of went for. But it's when it's what if you could turn back time? And I know, mm. I know we can't. I know yeah. we can't. But you know, but if. One of the firm things that I believe is um, in order to move forward, there are some things that we need to look back at, yeah. right? But in, in this case, if you could turn back time mm -hmm. and if you could just sit with the younger you, mm. the little the little girl, yeah. you know, who was going through all of this change and all of this, all this, all the stuff that's happening in your, her environment, what would you say to her? What's the advice you would give her and why? Yeah, um, oh... That's a hard question. Uh, I think about it from time to time because I I think like you said, you can never go back and change things, mm -hmm. but there's always that thought in your head, if things were different, or if I had a loving family, yeah. if I had a, a healthy home, like my life would be so different. Yeah. So I think for me, one of the things I always go back to is like, it's okay to be a kid. It's yeah. okay to, it's okay to, yeah, just live life. I think I had to grow up so fast because there wasn't a mom in my mm. environment mm. that I had to be the mom. And even with my older sister, she was also very codependent to me because I was always the one that took initiative. And it's like, no, we need to fix this. Or like I said, I was the fixer yeah. or the helper. Yeah. So for me, it's it was more of like, it's okay to be a kid and yeah. like, want to go play outside or yeah. like want to have friends but for me I was one so embarrassed of my environment in my home mm. that I never invited friends over or had friends over because one I don't want them to be there and like come into my toxicity but also I was like so ashamed but two like don't worry about having to have food on the table or like how are we going to pay rent? Like a 12 year old should never. Well, so those are the things you were thinking. Yeah. Wow. So I think it's just be okay with being a kid. Yeah. Because now as an adult, I even like still think about those stuff. Like I, I feel guilty for having fun or I feel guilty now. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. like having, because my brothers and my sisters still live in California. And I can see how my life is so different from theirs. Yeah. And how I, w I made it out and I got out. So you feel guilty. Yeah. So sometimes I have this like feeling of guilt of yeah. like, man, did I abandon them? Did I leave them? Wow. Did I, um, did I, 
just get out to save myself yeah. but didn't think of them and sometimes when I do things like when I go on holiday or I get to do these amazing opportunities I feel guilty for like enjoying those things yeah because I'm like no I'm supposed to help and I'm supposed to yeah enjoy uh, when it's all of us yeah like yeah. if we're not all yeah, having yeah. fun then I can't have fun kind of thing yeah but I've come to learn now that it's okay to enjoy your life and it's okay to to see where you've come from and be like man I'm at such a better place and God has given me this blessing and this opportunity for a reason so enjoy it yeah so I think I would tell my older self like because now I see opportunities back then that I didn't take because I felt guilty Mm. or I felt like I didn't deserve it but um I would just say enjoy your life like see what's beautiful yeah. in like the mess of it all the mess of it all yeah right yeah because for a while that's what my life felt like it was just a big Goodness. mess nothing's ever gonna get better yeah but now that i look back on it in hindsight is 2020 right yeah you, like back then it didn't feel that way but yeah. there is little bits that were like wow that was pretty awesome that was pretty great and it's great when you can look at that you know you can yeah. find those little gold nuggets and know actually yeah. i did have a belly laugh back then yeah exactly i did enjoy that moment yeah you know yeah and and life wasn't a hundred percent yeah bad i mean yeah nine, let's go with 99 yeah, yeah you know exactly. it was a one percent that i was laughing somewhere yeah. in there sort of thing exactly so i feel like if i would have told my younger self look for those moments yeah. be okay in those moments I feel like I would have had a lot more of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. You know, Ashley, everything that you're sharing today, I know that it's, um, I know f- from my point of view, it adds value to me mm. that I get to hear this stuff and it adds value to me in the way I start to look at life. And I know that it, it's adding value to yeah. um, a lot of the listeners and mm-hmm. people who are watching yeah. from all around the world. So why don't you, if you're watching live or the rebroadcast, why don't you, in the comment section, let us know where in the world, what country you're yeah. watching from. So Ashley, yeah. you got time for one more question? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> um, I think you may, uh, you kind of touched on it a mm-hmm. little bit, but the, the question is, what point of your life yeah. have you given yourself mm-hmm. the given your body, your mind, and your soul the permission to love the life that you now live? Mm. Oh, that's good. Uh, honestly? Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm quite there. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I still struggle with it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you mean to I think that that's always been so hard for me because I see relationships in my life, like my mom, and my dad that's not in the picture or like past like uh, romantic relationships like something has always gone wrong Mm. and something has always been unhealthy and I continue to put myself in these unhealthy relationships where at the end I find myself with the with the answer of like you weren't worthy or like you weren't enough yeah so I think that that's always been my struggle because when I think of my mom like this is a person that's supposed to love you. Yeah. That is like biologically like wired to love you. But if this person doesn't love you, 
then whoever will, right? This person's just going to make a choice. Like, I'm going to love you. Mm. Like, is that enough, right? Mm -hmm. And for a long time, I try to search for that in men, in, like, uh, friendships. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do enough for this person so that they love me. Yeah. Right? So I think that I've always found my worth in that when I've had someone that loves me or, like, cares for me. Yeah. So now I'm at a place where like I'm single, I live an incredible life, and it's hard for me to really understand and get that like that's enough and it's yeah, okay. It's okay. And right? that it's Give okay. The permission. Yeah. And to love my body and to love how I feel in my work and all that because there isn't someone consistently saying like or I'm not consistently working for someone to give me that affirmation yeah so i think right now it's i'm beginning to deepen that understanding that it's okay yeah. to like love myself and that i am worthy and that yeah. i am but i just don't know if i'm fully there i think it's a journey yeah it's a different it's a definite journey um ashley yeah i mean for me because mm -hmm. i'm like double your age yeah. <laughs> i'm still we're sisters <laughs> twins <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> I'm still, I'm still, you know, getting yeah. to those places. I'm still kind of clawing that back, yeah. you know, all those things that I, you feel that you, you know, those that laughter, the joy, the yeah. blessings, all that sort of stuff that you you're you're in that moment, yeah. but you kind of let it go, like because of the guilt. Yeah. But I'm still kind of clawing it back to say, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm giving myself permission yeah. to love myself. Yeah. You know, the here and the now in yeah. my body. Yeah, we'll do body one time mm, in my yeah. body, in my mind, yeah, yeah, in my soul. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. It's it's a journey. It is. It's it a really journey, is. especially when when you're working through so much from yeah. your past and yeah. and acknowledging that that is your past and yeah. that past is ugly and is uncomfortable yeah. and as dysfunctional as it is, yeah. it is still part of you. Yeah. And when you get to that point and you realize it's um that it actually adds value to who you yeah. are and that you can find the good stuff in it that yeah. makes you who you are yeah it's a powerful thing yeah so i was saying to my husband i was saying to craig that it's so good because yeah with my story a lot of people were saying would say that's such a powerful story yeah. that's such a powerful story yeah. but it's taken me a long time to be able to say it to myself yeah yeah. yeah and accept it yeah and I'm okay with that yeah you know, I'm there with you yeah. yeah and my heart doesn't cringe when people would say I'd be like cringy yeah. I'm just gonna leave <laughs> yeah or, or not <laughs> even talk let's just change the yeah. subject yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so I, I totally understand what you're talking yeah. about and I believe it's a journey for yeah. everybody yeah and I think one of the things I've learned I think over the last I think I would say two years mm. is it's okay to like love yourself and like care for yourself yes. in like very tangible stuff like go get your nails done like yeah. very like people would say like materialistic or like cosmetic stuff but like if getting your hair done makes you feel, feel good, good there's nothing yeah, wrong with that then do it we are not hurting yeah, anyone getting exactly. our hair done look at what happens when you don't get your hair done it gets <laughs> whacked up in a bun <laughs> yeah and i because before i felt guilty like it like guilt is like my my thing right yeah. like Oh, I should be spending that money on like helping someone else or I should like send that money home or I should uh, buy someone a, a drink because that's like the Christian thing to do you know but I've learned that like if I'm not okay and if I don't love myself first 
then how am I gonna like be okay and love other people? That's right. Right? You're gonna be empty. Yeah. So I've learned over, it's been more like of a thing like every month, like put some money aside, like spend it on something nice, something That's that you good. like. You know, get a massage, like, like really just lavish yourself yeah. first. And like, and I think with those little things, you begin to understand like, yeah, I am worthy and I am, it might seem so little, like how is a massage going to make you feel like worthy or lovable or like you're okay? But it really does, at least for me, like I've yeah. seen it really work. Like I feel awesome. Someone's taking care of you. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. It's, it's good. That's yeah. really good, Ashley. Yeah. Hey, look, Ashley, again, yeah. thank you so much for of sharing course. your story with us, parts of your story. Yeah. I actually look forward to bringing you back again yeah. and digging a little yeah. bit deeper into Yeah, there's so common. many stories. I know, yeah. right? I'm looking yeah. forward to being yeah. able to do that with you. Yeah, I would love to. For you guys out there who are watching, it um, now the purpose of our pink chair is to be able to create these sort of environments where we can share about our stories mm -hmm. We can talk about these things that aren't we don't talk about so openly and to also let each other know that you are not alone on yeah. your journey and that your story is Valuable and does have the power to add value to someone else's mm -hmm. journey And it, for some of you it may not feel that way right now But believe me mm -hmm. there will come a day where your story is will add value to someone else's journey. Yeah. Now, if you like our videos that we've been posting up every week and that we're going to continue doing, then please remember to like, share, and tag the videos. Yeah. The more people get watching, the better it's going to be. Well, yeah. we'll carry on talking without you anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it'd be great if we can get this out there to everybody else. Yeah. Next week, we have got another woman a new woman and a new topic yeah. if there is a topic that you want to talk about and you just ha you don't feel confident about talking to other people about it why don't you put it in the comments or PM me which no I won't even abbreviate that sorry yeah. PM me and then I'll see what I can do to see yeah. if we can get someone here chatting with us and with you about that topic so yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing all the love that you've given to Ashley for this amazing uh, thing of sharing her story courageously and reading your comments and seeing where you are in the world. Yes. We love having you with us. See you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. To grab a copy of my book, go to my website, lemahanson.com, or you can follow me on Grace Brought Me here on Facebook and find out more information on our next chat.